What is up, football fans? Welcome back to another episode of Pound the Pigskin, where it's all football all the time. This is your host, Steve Hillen, along with your fellow football host, Alex Ruiz, Matt Kaczynski. Gentlemen, happy um, and merry Christmas Eve Eve, as uh, it is uh, Wednesday the 23rd, uh, as we're getting ready for um, Christmas time, Christmas Eve tomorrow. Christmas Day football in the NFL this uh this week on a Friday, haven't I feel like that is a uh, a new thing? Am I am I mistaken there? It is, no, but um, that's, that's a new thing. You are my 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 dear Stephen. You are missing a very important holiday today. A very important <laughs> holiday today, the twenty third, Christmas yeah. Eve Eve. No, it's called Festivus. Oh, Festivus. That's right. That's what Festivus. they said on the McAfee show. Festivus. That's right. Good old go feet strength. Yeah, absolutely. Well, to, to be in the, the festivities, in the mood, uh, drink of the night tonight for me, Sam Adams Holiday White Ale. Ooh. All right. Well, yeah. Sam, Sam Adams has a whole, like, uh, Sam Adams Winter Classics variety pack. And so yep. it's got, you know, the lager. It's got the winter lager, the 76. It's got a um, an IPA. Uh, it's got this white ale, and then it's got a porter. I might have to give that. Uh, I might have to go find that variety pack myself. It sounds really good. Yeah, no, it it is it is definitely good. So that's uh, that's what I've got. The white ale. Uh, I'll go for next. Is mine's really boring and lame. Uh, I got some uh, Mick Ultra. <laughs> there you go, Alex. You you um, you told us before we started the show that we were gonna like what you have on the docket. What do you got? I have some brown water. Oh yeah, there oh, you go. What? Okay. what? That's you want to know why? It's because he's got the relatives coming into town, or the or the it must be <laughs> all the my in-laws. relatives live here. What are you talking about? Oh. <laughs> I meant the in-laws. Yeah, my in-laws live here too. Ah, well, who knows? <laughs> they're good people. They're good people. They're just coming over. Well, that's yeah, funny. yeah. They're coming over. That's right. <laughs> so I've got. Some double barrel Woodford Reserve. Ooh. Oh yeah, that's good stuff, man. There you go. That is for you. I told you, you guys would like save this. save some for uh, for Kentucky Derby season. That's what you need to be drinking. I had some uh, earlier at our Christmas party. I had some uh, t- uh, some eighteen hundred silver. Ooh. Oh wow! Look at you, tequila and and bourbon. All right. Yeah, yeah. I'm li- I'm living it up. Well, we'll have a good show then tonight, as always. Um, you know we. We try to we try to bring a good show each and every week. Um, we're thankful for our sponsor, String Sports Brewery and Engine Fifteen Brewery, uh, to bring you guys football each and every week. Uh, so, boys, we'll uh, we'll start off with um, with the dust that has been settled. College football playoff set: number one Alabama versus number four Notre Dame, number two Clemson versus number three Ohio State. What are our thoughts now that it's uh, it's all decided? Uh, I'll let Matt go first. Um, you know, I've actually sat on this for a while. Uh, oh, we found out on Sunday, which, you know, is a little different, but they've been doing it before Sunday, one o'clockers now for a few years. So we've had a couple of days now to marinate on this. And, you know, I think that's the thing. And I'm kind of glad we did, because if we did this, say Sunday or Monday, uh, everybody would have had to listen to me, like have like monologue rant about how much I hate Ohio state. Um, Quite frankly, I am at the point where, you know what? Everybody thinks they're good. Let's watch them prove that they're not. 
in my humble opinion. And uh, let's let the cards fall. Um, I am very, 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 very intrigued by the Florida-Oklahoma game. I think that's going to be – There's going to be a lot of points in that game, so that'll be fun. And, you know, I'm – That's the Cotton Bowl for anybody who doesn't know. The Gators got put into the New Year's Six Cotton Bowl game against Oklahoma, who was the Big 12 champions. I think it's just more like I'm kind of just disappointed um, for Miami just because they missed a near six because of the loss to North Carolina. Yeah, they would have been a, they would have had a home game in the Orange Bowl had they won that game. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it is what it is. Um, but playoff wise, you know, um, I Alabama is strong. I, I I feel like they're they could slip, so I don't know. I, I don't want to say I'm not going to like sit there and be like, oh, I think they're overrated because they're not. Um, I, I honestly, I, I think Clemson's kind of poised to, to take it, to be honest. Um, Clemson looks real good, man. They they genuinely look like they are the best team um, in college football. I mean, there's – I don't know if there's a way to kind of say it differently. Uh, I think – I mean, Alabama, do not get me wrong. I am not going to say anything. They have rolled. They have looked very good, and they are deserving of where they are. Yeah. The only team I think that maybe has a lot more to prove, even more than Ohio State, is honestly Notre Dame. And yeah, they got to bounce back after Clemson laid it on them. That's the re the rematch was not much of a uh, not much of a match with uh, the difference with having Lawrence back. Uh, you know, and that's night, I think night so. night and freaking day having him back. Yeah, but you know what's hilarious though, man, is when they didn't have Lawrence, they still played very well. And oh it's yeah. Like, I mean, they still play great, but Lawrence is a difference maker. Even I'm, if my computer would pull up and I didn't have it written down like an idiot, um, I would throw the stats at you because I had them. Um, and Lawrence definitely clearly the you know the um, glue that holds everything together and that high and like scoring and just golden teams. Yeah. Now but, Clemson had their defensive players back too this time around as well. So that I think was actually they put a lot of pressure on Ian Book in that game. Exactly. That was the bigger difference in that game, in my opinion. Um, I'll tell you the, what, the though. Defense, honestly, out of the four teams really, in the playoffs, I know I know Notre Dame got got whooped, but I was the least impressed with Ohio State. I mean, if they course. didn't have the the running back Sermon run for a school record in rushing yards, I mean, Northwestern gave them all they could handle. North, that was. Here we go. No, Northwestern had a lot of chances to to get into that game that, to pull away, and and they couldn't do it because let's face it, they don't they don't have the same talent level. But they gave Ohio State all they could all they could handle, and and they couldn't stop the run in the end, and and the Buckeyes just ran it down their throats the second half. Um, but you know, it, it was a battle that, there for a while. That's actually what I was going to go with is, like, the biggest thing I took away from college football as a whole the past week or so is as much as we talk up quarterbacks, I'm going to be honest, uh, the running game in college football is becoming more and more and more important than even a quarterback, in my opinion. You know, it's easy to say Lawrence. If the Gators could run the football, they would have had better balance. They might have been able to beat Alabama. Who knows? Look Look at ETN. I mean, it's a weird example, but I mean, I think the prime example is the only reason why Miami lost is they could not stop the run that night. Yeah. That is the only reason why they lost that game. If they had shut the run down a little bit, I think they could have won that game. The the rush attack in college football is becoming more and more and more important, which is why I do think 
I hate to admit it, but that's why Ohio State, I don't think, is going to get completely blown away. No, I mean, listen, Clemson's only a six-and-a-half-point favorite in the football game, or a seven-and-a-half, excuse me. Alabama, on the other hand, is a 19-and-a-half-point favorite, so there's not a lot of respect for Notre Dame right now. But, Alex, thoughts about the playoff matchups? Yeah, man, look, I – I'm not really a big fan of how they have them slated. I mean, when you go back and look, I mean, the, it, the committee basically set this up to be another Alabama-Clemson yeah, absolutely. national championship 100%. that we've seen yep. one, two, three, four times now in the last five yeah. years, three times. Yeah, I mean, so, you basically could have um, done away with this whole season and just penciled these four teams in. Yeah, so, I mean, for me, it's a little frustrating. If you're going to do it, I honestly think the one seed needs to play the three seed and the two seed needs to play the four seed. This one versus four, obviously the number one country in the in, or number one team in the country is not going to get waxed by the number four team. It's, it's just not going to happen, especially when you're this far along in the season. They're just far superior, and everybody votes them that way. I um, Weirdly enough, for once, I actually agree with you on that. Uh, I, I think it would be kind of interesting to see one, three, Two, four. I think it stacks up differently. But quite frankly, the college football playoff is the new BCS, and they can stack it however they want. So they could, in theory, have put Alabama one. Uh, somehow made yeah, some the, weird. They ultimately Asian. want the they want the chance for what they think is the two best teams to play for the the championship, and not in the semifinal. You know, I'll, I'll, but, I'll give them this. Right, I'll give them this. Clemson appeared in. 2016, 2017, 2019, 2020, and they're probably going to appear in 2021. That stat alone tells me that they are better than Alabama. They're deserving of the number one ranking. That it has replaced Alabama, and Alabama still has it. right. And if you go back and look at it, Alabama won in 2016, but then they lost to Clemson again in 2017 on the repeat. They 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 number four seed ended up beating. Georgia, Georgia 26-23, narrowly against a good Georgia team. Then neither of those teams make it except Alabama, who's the number one seed, and they lose to Clemson last year, or in 2019. And then Bama, again, doesn't make it because of Joe Burrow and LSU. And the three seed beats the – they they lose to the number one seed by 22 points. Yeah, listen. Or 18 points, whatever it was. Alabama and Clemson both have an impressive track record when it comes to getting into the playoffs. So – uh, you know, until yes. listen, until everybody else catches up with with them, uh, you know, Florida's not far off. But until everybody else catches up with them, it's tough to unseat them. You know, go, moving forward, so you gotta you gotta give it to them for being being consistent and, and holding up their end of the bargain. I, I'll be honest I, with you, the 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 two semifinal games, when it comes time to actually playing these games. I don't think they're going to be much of a con- – I think Alabama and Clemson will, won't have much of a struggle. Um, it's destined to be a, a matchup of those two, in my opinion, for the national championship. Do I hope that they're entertaining? Would I love to see Notre Dame, you know, put up a fight or pull up an uh, off an upset? Of course, but I'm not – you know, I'm certainly not banking or betting on it, but – um you know, it'll be good. It's good New Year's, you know, New Year's Day football, the semifinals. We'll all watch and see because it's just big time football and whatnot. So, you know, as far as the rest of the bowl games, you know, unless you got put in a, uh, you know, a big time New Year's six game or there's just an interesting matchup, I could care less. You know, like the Gators, they're in the Cotton Bowl. Yes, they get a, a an Oklahoma team. So it's at least it's a good 
test. It'll be entertaining because there'll be points. Uh, Trask said he's going to play. Um, you know, although I'd love to see a bunch of the younger guys for Florida um, play. So that'll be more of what I'm interested in seeing is, is the next set of guys play. Um, but as far as some of the bowl games, I mean, honestly, like we've said before, unless you're in the playoff or you're in a New Year's Six game, I mean, who really who really cares? Um, so that's kind of my philosophy. I'll, I'll still pay attention and see who won. And, and if, you know, they're on TV or whatever, I'll sure I'll watch some, but um, it's not, it doesn't have the same um, luster that it's had in the past when, it, you know, when it's bowl season and you had all these bowl mania, you know, games going on. It just doesn't feel the same anymore. So, you know, we'll see. Um it's kind of disappointing. It's, I mean, the play, the college football playoff definitely has yeah. kind of done well, that. Well, and but. I think to your point too, what the play the playoff just needs to expand so it's like more of these bowl games matter because they're playoff yeah. games. I mean, even if it's eight. I, to me, basically, what they should do is the New Year's Six Bowl should all be playoff, considered college play, uh, football playoff games, and then you can still have the semifinal of you know right. one, four, two, three, however you want to do that at the end. But I think you need to expand it so that way you've literally got the New Year's Six um, as basically playoff games for college football. Yeah. Well, if you do that, if you do that, you could take your New Year's Six games and your top two seeds could have a bye, and then your other your other you know your other teams could play in those New Year's Six games, yep. and then that way that way finishing top two means something because you're getting a bye, yep. and you let these other teams play in those New Year's Six games, and then it dwindles down to a you know, a semifinal and a final. So listen, there's a lot of unique creative ways you could do it. Um, you know, we saw, we saw that one guy who had the, uh, the 16 team playoff bracket, what that would look like. That was badass. So that was kind of cool. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, unfortunately Miami doesn't make the near six. So I'll still pay attention to a bowl game. Really for me, it's, I think Miami fans will be watching with the intent to see what we've got on the D line before our uh, 2021 recruits come. We crushed it. Yeah. Uh, I paid more attention to anything because um, Jalen Phillips and Quincy Roche decided to declare for the draft, which I don't understand why Jalen Phillips is declaring. You're you're gonna get blown away in NFL, but have fun, bud. We'll see you later. And I think Miami's guys are going to be next man up mentality. So yeah, well, I mean I'll, that, that, you know, that statement, that's so. to be expected with with bowl games. Like I said, I mean guys, you know, certainly declare and don't want to play in the last game, whatever. So it's more about seeing what you got for next season, which is fine. So uh, it'll be entertaining, just, but, and we'll watch. Uh, you know, we'll watch the important games, and obviously the the national championship with uh, you know whoever makes it. So um, of course. Let's uh let's get into the big boy league though because it's um it's crunch time now in the NFL uh, we're we're about to enter week sixteen, um so last week, uh Matt you finished thirteen and three you won the beer money because of the total points for Monday Night Football Alex finished thirteen and three my dad finished thirteen and three I finished twelve and four so we all had a strong week fifteen, um for the season, um. Matt, you're at 131 and 92. Alex, you're at 139 and 84. So, Matt, you're eight back with two weeks left to go. And then I'm uh, 151 and 72. Um, so, let's uh, let's kind of review um, what happened. Uh, the, the couple more teams clinched playoff berths last uh, 
last weekend. Shout out to the the uh, Bills Mafia up in Orchard Park. Um, they clinched the AFC East for the first time in uh, like 20 years. Um, so now the Chiefs, Bills, and Steelers are all playoffs um, playoff bound. And the NFC, Packers, Saints, and Seahawks are all clinched. Um, so there's uh, three spots taken up, four spots left when it comes to uh, the playoff picture in the NFL. Um, we'll start with uh, what happened, though. The, uh, the Chargers won in overtime on Thursday night football, took down the Raiders, um, pretty much ending the, the Raiders' chances for the playoffs. Uh, the Bills, as we mentioned, they clinched the NFC East. They dominated the Broncos on, uh, on Saturday. And then uh, Rodgers and the Packers uh, handled their business against the Panthers on Saturday night. Sunday, the Bucks came back. Another Falcons meltdown. Buccaneers win. Uh, Cowboys and Niners, somehow those two teams uh, combined to score 74 points. Cowboys won, keeping their playoff hopes alive. Uh, Titans dominated the Lions. Uh, they're, they're strong. Tannehill had five touchdowns in that game. Uh, Colts handled the Texans, so the Colts are still battling it out for that AFC South. Dolphins took care of the Patriots. Patriots will not make the playoffs for the first time in what uh, 10, 10 years, I think it is. It's been a it's been a while, maybe yeah. maybe even longer yep. than that. But um, Thank, thanks, Cam Newton. Yeah, Cam, Cam not very good. Patriots not very good. Uh, Basically, Patriots won't have Stephon Gilmore on defense this week either, so um, they're pretty much done. Bears Vikings big game in the NFC North pretty much a battle to stay alive Bears took care of business I'll tell you what they're a different team with Trubisky and the way that Montgomery's been running the ball since Nagy stopped calling the plays uh, Washington and Seattle Seattle went on the road and, and beat a hot Washington team um, who's who's got um, issues at quarterback right now not sure if um, if Smith's going to come back, Haskins is the is the quarterback right now, but he's had some off-the-field problems even though he didn't get suspended. Ravens and Sad Cats, the Jaguars, um, they lost. Um, they got blown out, um, but the, they won the day because somehow, ladies and gentlemen, the, uh, the New York Jets won a football game out in L.A. against the Rams. The Jets are no longer totally defeated, and because of that, uh, also have cost themselves uh, the first overall pick due to strength of uh, strength of schedule. Um, so right now the Jaguars are in the driver's seat for the first overall pick. Um, I'll tell you what, Jets fans, even when you win, you lose. That's the kind of year you've had. Uh, Cardinals and Eagles, uh, Hertz played well. Kyler Murray was just better. Cardinals took care of business. Chiefs and Saints was the big game of the day at 4.30. Um, the Chiefs went into New Orleans. Um, and hung on for a, uh, a three-point uh, win there. I would not be surprised if both those teams are strong when it comes playoff time. Sunday night football, this game was not, was a was a one-o'clocker, got flexed to prime time. Browns, Giants, one team showed up on offense. The other team didn't. Browns took care of business. Uh, Giants' offensive uh, struggles continue. The Giants haven't scored 20 points or more in a game in over a month. Um, Big Blue Nation is is hurting. And then Monday Night Football, the Steelers, they continue to suck. The Bengals, of all teams, with a third-string quarterback, took it to them. I know Matt loved Juju getting lit up. Uh, Bengals take the, uh, take the win on Monday night. Uh, Steelers now just a game up on the Browns for the, uh, for the AFC uh, North Division. So, boys, a lot of, lot of stuff there in that review. A lot of things happened this past week. What, um, 
What's on the top of your minds? What are you, what are you impressed by? What'd you take away? Um, I'll go one real quick and then Alex, you can do one. Uh, I, I learned that, uh, my prediction of the bears making some noise is still alive. It is. Well, they're making a lot more noise on offense right now. It's still alive. Give me, give me Mitchell or Mitch formerly known Maserati as Maserati Mitch. Yep. Uh, what, what you got, Alex? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a really weird season. I mean, you you look at I'm more focused on obviously the NFC East because there's no clear division winner at this point. No, and there's two only weeks, two weeks weeks left. We still don't know. There's how only it's two games two games left, and we don't know who's going to win that division. So a couple divisions like that. Uh, I mean, not not this close. Not no. close, but there's some divisions that are. Um, you know, so for me, it's it's kind of, you know, I'm I'm kind of confused as to what they're trying to do. I mean, you know, Chargers pulled off a win. Um, Bills are looking as strong as ever. Panthers, obviously, doing great. Bears, I think we all picked the Bears, except for you and your dad, yeah. Steve. Yeah. Um, we all we all knew we all knew the Titans would win. Seahawks, uh, Dolphins, uh, Ravens, obviously. Um, you know, not much was really surprising this week, other than the Steelers losing the Bengals and the Jets beating the Rams, which I still I can't. Yeah, those were we those were two shockers for sure. In we terms knew of the, we knew the we knew the yeah. Bengals. If I had to say a shock, I, I would say the Steelers Bengal game is really the bigger shock because we knew that they had yeah the the caliber to win. Um, and now we're seeing three straight losses by the Steelers. They'll probably win this week because they're going against yeah. friggin' uh, I don't know. They're playing the Colts, man. Dude, oh yeah, the plan. Yeah, okay. So no, excuse me. I, I was I was looking yeah, at the Steelers are in trouble. Yeah. Um, I got the Colts Pittsburgh. and then the Browns. So really, I mean, for me, dude, I'm looking at an aging Ben Roethlisberger who is trying to give this his one last hurrah. Yeah, he can't hum the cater anymore. Aging, dude. Big old yeah. Ben has literally hit a like Fort Knox with concrete wall. Yeah, he. Like, uh, no, big ben, I'm just. Big yeah, ben I know that's what I'm saying. Berlin um, wall. God. I mean, the guy, the guy, his exact words were he's playing like shit. So, um, I mean, well, he knows he's got to, yeah, I mean, he's, you know, he's yeah, still, it, it's, it's sad to see because he's still better than up 90% of the quarterbacks that are playing this season, but, absolutely, um, it, you know, absolutely not. dude, he can't read a defense to save his life anymore because he is just so out of rhythm because he literally has no arm left. Yeah, they, you can, they, they can't they can't run the ball and they can't throw it down the field. Yeah. So their offense is within five yards of the line of scrimmage. I mean, he had he Watch, was five exactly. of thirteen for he was five of thirteen for negative six yards going into the second quarter. I mean, watching him throw the ball, honestly, like I haven't watched too too many Steelers games like with that much intent where I'm watching every play. His, I mean, he just looks done. Like I, I if. He needs to just hang it up. I, I, I really mean he it. He might. He might. You never know. Hang it up while you're ahead sort of there, Ben, right out to the sunset. You hit 60,000, which is kind of unfortunate. It hits a nice milestone, but nobody cares because all we care about is watching Juju get laid the absolute F out, and it was fantastic. Hot take here. If the, if the Steelers go from 11-0 and to 11-5 and and they lose the division to the Browns and then they exit first round of the playoffs, does Mike Tomlin get fired? No, because it's Steelers, and they're not hasty like that. But I think that's just all the more proof that they need to get him a quarterback and a better line yeah, and running game. To turn the page. Yeah. Receiver yeah, I mean, you look at the you look at the Steelers and what they've done. I mean, they're still again, they're still a largely successful team, especially how they open up the season. But 
they they have missed on potential quarterback replacements the last three four years yeah. now. Well, they might not be able um, to afford to miss or pass up anymore. Surprising. Is yeah. So I mean, with an older quarterback, is taking at least a shot at like, hey, you know what? There's a possibility he could be our next guy. We don't really know, but we're gonna take the shot. Maybe Ben. Maybe Roethlisberger retires and uh, and Stafford leaves the Lions and goes to Pittsburgh. We'll see. Um, that would be a hell of a switch. Let's get into some of these games, though, boys, because week 16, it's big time now. There's a lot at stake. So uh, that Christmas game, Vikings-Saints, I mean, the Vikings are sitting there at 6-8, and eight, Saints sitting there at 10-4. and four. Saints, uh, the line started at Saints minus 7. It's been bet down to minus 6.5. Um, you know, I'm, I'm picking the Saints to win, um, but I'll take Minnesota plus the 6.5. I think the Vikings will put up a fight. Um, I, I don't think New Orleans is a team that's blowing people out anymore. I just don't think that Breeze ha- is the same kind of Breeze. They can still certainly score, and they've got a good defense. So I'll take the Saints, um, but I think Minnesota will at least keep it close because um, they're they're still going to battle um, being in the hunt. Uh, yeah, no. Um, I don't trust the Saints at all this season. That's fine. Uh, nope. I, mean, I, I get I get that they're a ten and four team and that's all well and good and the Vikings are only six and eight but uh, I'm I'm sorry I I don't see them pulling it off this week nope. I think they start to get you know complacent and real relaxed and that defense gives way so I'm gonna go Vikings uh-huh, you got Vikings Matt what you got uh, I think you're gonna I think they're gonna be basically uh, relying on Dalvin Cook and he is going to have a big game even though the Saints defense is good and I'm not gonna say that they haven't showed up but. The Saints are just not the Saints that we're used to. I think Minnesota is this weird team that's kind of got their moments of being really good, and then they've kind of been bad for moments of this year. So you guys are both going skull. You don't necessarily know exactly what you're getting from Minnesota, but Dalvin Cook seems to be in a pretty good groove still. I just I I think the dynamic between Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook is unmatched anywhere else in the NFL right now between Uh, running back wide receivers. Still has to be the one to get them the ball. But yeah, he's shown he can do that. Yeah, he's. I mean, listen, he's he's. I they're down. scoring <laughs> points. I mean, you, you can see it. They're scoring points, and it's not all just you know. It's not all just Dalvin Cook anymore. No, it's not. All right, so Here's you guys are both. You guys are both skull on Vikings um, on the road. That would be a big. It's win. basically dude. It's what we see every single year. The end of the season is always going to be teams that can run the game, run the ball. Yeah. Well, Minnesota's going to have to. Minnesota's defense is going to have to step up too. I mean, they let they let the Bears the, have a field day, so we'll see how it goes. The, the only, yeah, the only, the only concerning aspect for me is Alvin Kamara when he's out on the field looks like he's not even trying, and I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean the dude is just balling on team. So if the Saints get that going, all right, they're probably going to win the game. But if the Vikings defense can stop the run like they have pretty much all season long. I think they got this in the back. Right, so it'll be too. it'll be a good one. 100%. It'll be a good Christmas Day game, a four thirty kick. Uh I like the timing too. Yeah, that's true. Good job on the schedule. Christmas Day, four thirty, like perfect. Love it. Yeah. Should be a good one. Uh Bucks, I'll still be opening presents. Yeah. <laughs> Bucks, Lions, um, Tampa fighting for a playoff spot here. Um, Detroit. Um, they're obviously eliminated. They've battled though this year, uh, Tampa. Nine and a half point favorites. I like the Bucks on the road in this game, but I I um I would take the Lions to cover the nine and a half. I, I think Tampa wins by maybe uh, six six to eight points. I don't think they cover the nine and a half, but I'm taking the Bucks. 
Yeah, uh, I got Bucks, but I 100% agree. I think Fred keeps it somewhat interesting just because I don't think Camp is interested right now. But I think Brady will find just enough to get the run game just enough. So I think. Yeah, no no Ronald Jones for the Bucks. So Fournette's going to be toting the rock. But I, I think Brady will, uh, will I be think fine. He'll, I think he'll be able to make the difference, but, even with Fournette yeah. on the ground, to be completely honest. What do you got, Alex? Yeah, I mean, I I'm going with Bucks just because they're clearly the better team. Um, they are. Detroit however, however, that being said, I've seen despite how bad Detroit has played all season, I have seen them successfully score more points week over week than the Bucks seem to be doing. You're not wrong. Yeah, so can't make up their mind if they're a good team or not. Yeah. So yeah. So this is this is the game for me this this week that I honestly like. I would not be shocked if the Lions come out with a W just because Brady has another one of those games that he's had a few times this season that they just can't yeah, put it together. They've had clunkers when you didn't expect it. So we've all um, we've all got the Late season there. football, Brady knows how to win. So yeah. that's the only thing. Late season, he'll find a way to win because it's top yeah. Brady. Oh, no, yeah, I know. I mean, I'm picking Bucks because Which it's is, the obvious choice. But, I, again, I I would not be surprised to see the Lions. Yeah, the Lions Brady winning would not shock me. actually decent in a weird way, but it's Brady. He finds a way. Detroit covers and, Brady gets. Hey, him. listen, the Bucks might not have Rojo yeah, this they week don't. too. So they, they don't. Yeah, but they can, is he officially out? Yeah, four, Their line is still better. Yeah, so there you go. Better and good enough to get our ground game going, in my opinion, against Detroit. That that'll make the difference because Brady will be able to be comfortable with uh, having the ground game working, so he gets play action working. Yeah. All right. So we're all we're all flush on uh, on Bucks. My dad included. Uh, next game on the docket is uh, 49ers Cardinals uh, 49ers no Nick Mullins and no Raheem Mostert um, Cardinals five point favorites in this game they're also playing for a, a playoff spot 49ers are already eliminated so I'm taking the Cardinals in this game um, I would also lay the five on uh, the Cardinals to cover the spread as well yep I agree with what you said no more to add uh, yeah, I think the interesting thing to hear, like, obviously, the, the interesting thing to watch about this game, I'm going Cardinals. Uh, they're just a better team all around. Josh Rosen is going to be the backup to CJ Bethard this week. Yeah. Now, if <laughs> Bethard can't get, and, and I would honestly, I wouldn't be surprised to see this happen, but if Bethard can't get things going, and they're not putting, dude, they're not going to put Rosen in all of a sudden if Bethard sucks. They're, I mean, <laughs> Rosen's a better quarterback than Bethard. He just doesn't know the playbook. So they get, dude, well, here, here's what I'll say if the 49ers have to just, make any kind of a quarterback switch during the course of the game, that means Arizona's up by, yeah, then it's 20. a blood. Right. But, but the interesting thing to me here is a lot of people, listen, Josh Rosen has been on the Bucks practice squad for a while. He's been getting a lot of information from Tom Brady. So, eh, he, again, he's a much better – he's a much better quarterback than C.J. Bethard is. He just doesn't know the 49ers playbook. So, if Bethard is – if Bethard's sitting there at, like, 1-13 in 13 for 40 yards in the first quarter, they're going to take him out and put Rosen in because they don't have shit else to lose. Yeah, they don't. Eh, oh, well, I mean, we uh, all, we've all got Cardinals. I expect um, Kyler Murray and Hopkins to have big days. And like I said, they're playing for a spot. D-Hop leads the league right now. Yeah, he's, he's been, he's been a, a, great, a great weapon for, uh, for Murray. So, 
Dolphins, Raiders, um, Dolphins nine and five, Raiders seven and seven. How about how about this, boys? Dolphins minus three. So I, I'm taking the Dolphins and I'm taking them to cover the minus three. I just think the Raiders are a dead team walking, and Miami's got something to play for. But how about how about this little nugget here? Miami eleven and three this year against the spread. Talk uh, good good teams win, great teams cover. The Dolphins cover. Um, I'm picking the fish, uh, and I'm picking. I'm laying the three. Man, I've been unfortunately subjected to watch more Dolphins football than I've ever cared to. Um, thanks, there, pops. Uh, there are, I, dude. I've seen a lot of Dolphins football this year. They're they're pretty damn legit. Uh, I think Flores is a. He, he, the the moves have been a little questionable with the whole Tua and, and Fitzmagic thing. I think you could argue that it may not have been the best move. It still kind of worked, but did it really help in the long run? I don't know. I don't know if Tua is really learning right now. I don't think he's that amazing, to be honest. But I think the Dolphins' defense is just that good right now that Carr is going to struggle. Uh, yeah, well, uh, I don't know how healthy is Carr. I mean, he couldn't play. Mariota was he amazing. Practiced, he practiced, and now Carr he practiced fully today. Carr practiced fully. I don't today. understand how yeah. he, if you pull a groin and you can't go back and play in the game, how are you back a week later? I mean, that same question could be asked about Daniel Jones, but there you are. Yeah, but Jones didn't What's have it? a pull groin. He's got an ankle sprain and he had a he had a, he had a, a, hammy, a hammy tweak, but yeah, whatever. Xavier Howard is basically going to. But Jones missed like, time. Carr's missing no time. Uh, dude, I don't know. I, I, I um, dare dare me say it. I think the 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 Raiders' offense is better with Mariota. Eh, he played one game and nobody knew that he was going to play, so that usually happens. I think if he somehow plays, you're not going to see the same thing. Xavier Howard will have a field day. No matter who's at quarterback, to be completely honest, that dude is having a freak yeah. year in the secondary. Um, watch out. Anybody who doesn't know who that is, go watch him this week because you'll see some great coverage. Um, yeah, Miami. All right, well, we all got, Miami. we've all got Dolphins then. Um, now, this next one I would imagine is going to be pretty short and sweet. Falcons, Chiefs. Uh, I've got the Chiefs. Yeah, we all have, yeah, we all, we all have, we all have Dolphins. Yeah, we've all got Dolphins. I would imagine we've probably all got Chiefs. Yes. I, I do not smell an upset of Atlanta, even though. I mean, Chiefs are 10 know, and a half point favorites. I, I would take the Falcons plus the 10 and a half. Just maybe the Chiefs only win by yeah. seven, but I, the Chiefs were, will win this game. Um, the Falcons, I think, now have proven that they're one of the worst teams like in the league, despite the record. Yeah, they, they don't so, know how to close. What do you got, Alex? They are literally the team. I've never seen a team choke away more games like that in my entire life. And the Chargers, yeah, they have, but not like this. It's This is like something specially bad. This is like Bill's level. Hey, let's go to four Super Bowls straight and not win one. Like, let's try to not win. Like Atlanta, Atlanta's done a good job of making sure they've got a big lead in the fourth quarter and just not winning. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where are you going with this one, Alex? Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, thanks for asking this time, but I'm going. I'm going Chiefs. I'm not. I'm not surprised there. Now this one though, uh, I can't imagine where where any of us are going to differ on this one. Uh, Bears, Jaguars. Um, Jaguars are already starting to uh, quote unquote uh, 
rest guys. Uh, their rookie running back, James Robinson, is not going to play. Bears, seven-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. They're obviously playing for the playoffs. Jaguars obviously playing to keep the first overall pick. I will take the Bears, um, and I would I would pick them to cover the seven and a half. I actually, as much as I uh, would love to not pick against the Jaguars, um, I think it's disrespectful that the Bears are only seven point favorites. To be honest, yeah, I think Maserati, Mitch, and, and Montgomery they're, are going to score points. They're only they're only seven point favorites because the Jags are starting Mike Glennon. He's a far better quarterback than anybody else on that roster. No, it's because the Chicago Bears get no love on offense because they've shown proven this year that they cannot be consistent, even though they're hot on offense. It's just because it's the Bears. And well, I mean, let let's face yeah. it too: the Jaguars are not trying to win this football game. Hey, they they said they're playing for dignity. Well, that's fine, but they're gonna they're well, gonna run out all their practice squad guys to earn their dignity. They are not messing right up We're, the first. Uh, the first, this is their chance at the first overall pick. They are not messing it up. I had a conversation in my office today to crack me up where people think that Doug Marone's still going to be the head coach well, next year despite them getting wise. rid of – Yeah, despite them firing their freaking general manager this year. I said, you do realize that they're, they, regardless of whatever Doug Marone does the rest of the season, he's there for continuity So because they know he's a failure. Yeah. So um, he will be out. <laughs> I'm He'll run be out. Run. They'll get – the GM will get his choice, which will probably end up being Louis Riddick. He'll get his choice at head coach, and then they'll go on. And honestly, I would not be surprised to see Eric Bieniemy get the head coaching job for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and then take Trevor Lawrence with the first overall pick to change the face of the franchise. Yeah, um, I can't argue with first any of that. Off, I completely disagree with you on Reddick being a good GM candidate, but that's fine. You can you're you're allowed to your wrong opinion. That's a whole different topic that we don't need to dive down right now. Um, I just want to hold up for a second there, and I may run the risk of offending a lot of people that are Jags fans. That um, This is why Jags fans don't get a lot of credit as being good football fans, because there is no reason that any human being that actually supports the Jacksonville Jaguars should even remotely utter the words that Marone will be the coach next year. Yeah. You shouldn't want a... Marone to be your head coach. Why, is that... why would you even want him there? Even if they somehow – pull off a miracle upset or be competitive the next two weeks, you don't want him there. You want him there right now for stability. So you How, don't how about this? Him. If the Jaguars win this game on Sunday, Marone gets fired for winning. I Honestly, I would argue that I think the Jaguars will somewhat show up to play. Oh, of course they will. Be, Guys have their not, jobs on the line, but they're not going to win. They'll be competitive, I think, truthfully. I really think they'll weirdly be competitive, but I think they won't be able to sustain it long enough because they're not playing Robinson. And then ground game, Mitch Trubisky is able to pull away and then really like seal that yeah. over seven-point win yeah. in the fourth. Yeah, so we're all on the Bears there. That's a, no, a, a no-brainer. Um this next one's an interesting matchup of the who gives a fuck um, contest, the Bengals and the Texans. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Houston. Um, they're they're nine point favorites. I would I would not lay the nine. I would actually take Cincy to cover the nine. But I think Deshaun Watson and um, and believe it or not, David Johnson's been playing well lately for the Texans in the run game and the pass game. So I'll take Houston just because I think they can consistently score points. But the, I think the Bengals will. Uh, keep it within the nine. So I'm taking the Texans to win Bengals plus the nine. Um, and I would bet the under 46 on this game. Um, this is probably going to be my weird game of the week. 
You gonna take uh, Ryan think, Finley and the Bengals to keep it going? I truthfully think they keep the fire going. I really do. Only because I think Houston is a very false team right now. I'm a big Deshaun Watson fan, so I don't think he's gonna like necessarily play awful. AJ Green was their leading receiver last week with 40 yards. It doesn't matter. I think they can find a way to win. Honestly, they prove that they can just be competitive and that they're playing for building for the future, in my opinion, the way they showed up against uh, Pittsburgh, I think they keep it rolling. Only because Houston's a flawed team. If they're playing a, a little bit higher caliber team, there's not a chance in hell they right, you're going with the You're going with the cardiac Bengals up there in Western Ohio. Yep. What do you got, Alex? Yeah, no. Um, I'm going to go with the Houston Texans simply for the fact that I think they're going to tell Miami Dolphins to go themselves with their draft pick. <laughs> um and uh, not only that, I, I think this is interesting news. I don't know if you guys saw this earlier, but uh, the Houston Texans are reportedly extremely interested in Marvin Lewis for their head coaching. Yeah, job. he's trying. They're trying to take him away from Arizona State with Herm Edwards. I, I'm not surprised. Um, successful coach in the NFL. I mean, w- wouldn't be a terrible hire. Uh, I. I think it would be, you know, it's actually possibly a really I mean, good he, fit. He too. had the Bengals competitive and in the playoffs oh, for the for crying out loud. So, with Andy Dalton, my boy Red yeah. Rocket. All right, so Alex, uh, you got the Texans, Matt. That's your swing game then with the Bengals. So you're riding on those, right you're riding on the Bayou Bengals there up in Ohio. Um, Browns, Jets, Baker, and and the Browns are rolling right now. Nine and a half point favorites. Um, I'm taking the Browns in this game. I would also lay the nine and a half. I know I say don't ever lay points with Cleveland, um, but it's the Jets for Christ's sake. Hey, the Jets won this week, yeah, okay? Believe, and trust yeah. me, they know it was a mistake. What I, I can't go against what I just talked about. The Browns will win solely by the fact that they have Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. All right. What you got, Alex? Uh, yeah, I'm going Browns. All right, so we're all flushed there, Browns, my dad included. Now, this next one's a big one. I'll be interested. Uh, one team's hot, one team's not. Colts, Steelers, Colts, uh, one-and-a-half-point road favorites. Um, I'm picking the Colts to win this game, and I'm laying the one-and-a-half. I think the Colts win 24-20, uh, you know, something like that. But I'm taking the Colts. Yeah, I think Colts actually win by a touchdown. What you got, Alex? Yeah, um, Steelers are in real trouble, man. Their offense is within five yards of the line of scrimmage. They're hurting. Ben can't throw. So good luck against a good defense and an offense that can score when they are actually quick. I mean, Colts are running the ball like like a team possessed. Rivers isn't turning it over. Defense is top five in the league. Literally, literally everything that's bad for the Steelers is good for the Colts. And, I mean, yeah. let's face it, the Colts the are battling for their, their division championship. Um, so, I mean, they're going to come out guns blazing. <laughs> it's yeah, almost like I'm trying to sell just... Alex on the Colts, even though I know he's going to pick them anyway. I don't know. He seems like he's leaving Pittsburgh, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what it is, man. I, I mean, they're yeah, they're in a three-game slump, and they can't get it figured out, and whatever the case may be. I, I don't know. I don't think I don't it's know, something man. they I... can solve with what they've got right now. I, I mean, you're 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 not too far off from it. I just I don't know. I, for some reason, I, I have I, I feel like the steel curtain is going to come out to play and put Philip Rivers in his in his place. Right. This is your they can be all, game, but, then. 
I mean, they, they have all the capabilities. They've shown it all season. They have the capabilities of winning. So I, I don't think they lose four straight. I think they come out and kick the damn hump and get things back huh? on the road. So I'm going to go Steelers this week. There's your swing game they pick. Lost because of physicality. They lost because they have no physicality on offense and that the Bengals somehow ran the ball good enough when they needed to. Again, running the ball late in the season will win you games. That's why the Steelers are going to suck. They can't run the ball. All right, so Alex has Alex got I'm, the steel curtain trying to break the uh, slot. Alex got the swing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Next one, Giants, Ravens. Ravens, 11-point home favorites. Um, they're starting to click on offense a little bit. Um, can't say the same thing for the men in blue who are still fighting for their division lives. Um, I'm taking the Ravens in this game just because I don't know where the Giants are going to get enough points. The defense, the defense will um, keep the Giants. I, I would take the, the 11 with the Giants because I think the defense will stymie the Ravens enough, but I still think Baltimore wins this game because I just don't think the Giants are going to get the points when they need them. I am going to make a bold pick here, and I think the Giants game is going to be the repeat of the Bengals-Steelers game. I think uh, the Giants will come out with a superior defense. And I think they're going to frustrate Lamar Jackson. I think he's going to struggle passing the ball. And I think the Giants are going to be able to do just enough to slow him down on the ground. He'll probably still gain like 70, but it'll be like hard fought. And I think the Giants will be able to somehow manage to put some points up, maybe from the defense, in all honesty. I see it being that kind of game just because I think uh, – yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, I've picked Giants pretty much all year anyway, so I can't really change it. Oh, you can do whatever you want, but all right, you're going Giants. Alex, what do you got? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going Giants um... – you know, I'm, it's not really not for really any other reason other than it's a must win for the team. Um, <laughs> and even if they win it, if the if if Washington wins this week, yeah, then, if Washington wins, um, they win the division anyway. Yeah, so I, I mean, for them, it's a must win regardless. And you know, it is. I mean, well, I'll probably be wrong, but I'm going to go Giants. Right. I'll be a homer. Okay. I mean, here's I, I just think their defense is good, and Baltimore is. Uh, not as good as they appear. Well, I mean, Baltimore's won three in a row now. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. I'm not trying well, to convince you. They haven't. They haven't done it. I'm just saying. They haven't done it passing the ball. Kick two field goals the, against the Ravens. The, the Ravens have won. The Ravens have won three in a row with their legs because their quarterback can run, and the Giants have one of the best run defenses in the NFL right now. So uh, it, the thing is, the thing is, it's like take that I, away, and they they don't have anything. I mean, I kind of contradict myself because I do think the rushing attack is what wins games at this time of the year. And technically, or not technically, Lamar Jackson's been running the ball well, so they can run the ball. I just don't. Lamar know. Jackson's a running back. I just don't know if that style of running attack is going to win late right now. And I, I, I think we may expose Lamar Jackson again a little bit. Well, they're definitely they're definitely going to have to force him to pass in order to have a shot. No doubt about that. So. Uh, next game on the list uh, is the matchup Alex has been waiting for all year, Carolina versus Washington. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take Washington in the game just because I think that they're just a, a better team on defense. Washington minus two and a half. I, I could see Washington winning this game by a field goal, so I would lay the two and a half. Um, Carolina doesn't have anything to play for. Um, McCaffrey's not going to be in the lineup because why bother? So, I'll take Washington in the defense. Um, whether it's Haskins or Smith at quarterback, I think Washington can do enough to edge one out. 
I don't know, Matt. You might as well pick because I don't know if Alex is going to make a pick. All right. Well, real quick. Uh, yeah, I got Washington because I think their defense is far superior. I think Bull is overrated, and I think Ron Rivera gets his revenge. Truthfully, I like Ron Rivera. Go. Unfortunately. All right, Alex, you're on the spot, man. You got to pick either Carolina or Washington. The score will be 17-17. Draw. <laughs> oh my. Sadly enough, with these two teams, I wouldn't doubt it. But, but no. man, like I'm I said, it, I, I don't want it, you know, I, I said it at the beginning of the season, I'll never pick the Carolina Panthers, and I'm sticking to it. They can go shove it. All I'm right. not picking them. So the, Even if they have your boy, Matt Rule? I don't care. That you fawned over all offseason? Yeah, yeah, I wanted him at head coach, and look, he's starting to make the team that I thought would have the number one overall pick win games. Okay, so I'm not too uh, yeah, far. I don't, I don't think I don't think Rule uh, would have been a bad coach at terrible. the Giants at this point, so. Nah. Yeah, so I, I don't want to hear that crap. That's uh, that's Bron- invalidated. Broncos, Chargers, uh, both are five and pick- nine. This is a battle for worst team in the division. <laughs> yeah. um, Thank I'm you. picking the Chargers minus the three. I'll lay the three. I think I think Herbert has found a groove again. Um, hopefully, Keenan Allen is healthy to have an impact. I will I will say mm-hmm. I've been impressed with the undrafted rookie wide receivers, uh, Tyron Johnson and Jalen Guyton. They've made big plays. Um, when Williams and Allen have been um, have been hurt, and Herbert is the real deal, um, so I'll take the Chargers to get their revenge on Denver. These two teams usually find a way to split the series um, each year or every other year, so I'll take the Chargers um, in this game. Yep, I've watched enough of these matchups with you there, big guy, to know that these games are usually interesting and usually a split, which would mean the Chargers are up for a win. I think Herbert's, as you said, legit. Their receivers are making plays, and it's not just Keenan Allen, who had, like, one catch and made everybody play him in fantasy. So he really hated right now. Um, But, yeah, no, uh, I think the Chargers are going to honestly handle it. What do you got, Alex? You got Broncos or Chargers? Chargers. There we go. Even, Even Anthony Lynn can't screw this one up because his quarterback's too good. All right. Did they keep it? If they win, if they like Listen, win out, I, I want him. I want him gone. Even if they win out, he needs to be gone because he just doesn't know how to manage a football team in game. Anyway, that's a, that's an off season football discussion. <laughs> Rams. Well, yeah, I, know, I know, but I just he's he's proven it too many times. I mean, the, honestly, the Chargers are too talented to be five and nine. If we're being if we're being blunt. Um, Rams, Seahawks, uh, Rams just got um, just got done playing the most embarrassing game of the season, losing to the 0-13 Jets. Uh, Sean McVay came out in his press conference ever the game and said that he was so embarrassed that he lost to that team. He was sick to his stomach. That's how bad he thought the Jets were um, and how embarrassing the Jets really are. But with that being said, um, the Rams are still a, a good team. I, I think it was a I mean, any given Sunday kind of deal, fluke game, whatever. Seattle's only a one point. This is basically a pick em game. Seattle minus one. Um, this is a battle for the West. I, I know Seattle's already in. Um, I, I'm going to take Russ and the Seahawks in this game. Um, lay, the, lay the one point, basically. Maybe maybe the Rams are hitting a wall. I don't. Maybe Seattle's starting to get their groove. I don't know what it is, um, but my gut is just drawing me towards Russ. Um, they're getting, um, they're getting Rashad Penny back to help the running game a little bit. So I'll take the Seahawks. Um, 
yeah, I agree. Seahawks and noting the running game. I don't know that Cam Akers is 100%. So yeah, that, that hurts definitely the Rams if hurts they don't have the him. Rams. That, that hurts the Rams on offense, and they're already kind of struggling. Seattle doesn't play great defense, but I also think that it's a division game, and I think Seattle tired of being told that they aren't good, basically. And McVay is going to face a challenge in his career of embarrassing himself against McVay the Jets. Struggle, and McVay struggles in the division. He does. So, he he – he doesn't really step up well when the, you know, spotlights. What do you got, Alex? You got uh, you got the um, the Seabirds, or you got the Rams? I don't think I picked against Seattle Seahawks at all this season. Probably. No, not. I think you, the only time you did is you picked the Giants to beat them. Right. Well, yeah, and or no, actually, right. that was the one time you did. You pick. You still. No, right? that was you one still time I, the yeah, Seahawks. One time I was. Wrong. All right, so we're gonna plug you in for yeah. Seattle. You're gonna let Russ cook. Yeah. All right, so um, how about how about this great matchup? You guys are going to be locked into this one: Eagles Cowboys, oh, Hurts versus God. Dalton. <laughs> Eagles two and a half point road favorites. Um, this is basically who who do you believe in more? Do you believe in Andy Dalton and the Cowboys, or do you believe in Jalen Hurts and the Eagles? Um, I'm a believer in JC myself, but I got to pick a, a winner here. Um, so I will go with. Oh, gosh, terrible defense versus inconsistent offense, um, proven veteran versus uh, rookie uh, rookie sensation. Uh, it's a tough one. Um, both teams are playing to stay alive. 17-17. Yeah, uh, the, the 60, <laughs> 61% of the money is on the Eagles from the public, which leads me to believe that Vegas knows something we don't know. So because of that, I'm going to take the Cowboys to win this game. I don't like it, but I'm doing it. I'm actually really surprised by that one, to be honest. I, I think Hurts I, will I have his Cow- numbers better. because Dallas is a terrible defense. But I don't know, man. Something just something I makes me pause when it comes to is- the Eagles. Well, no, no, no. I, I agree. But I think exactly what you just said. I think the Eagles are going to find a way to somehow put up points, even though I know the Dallas defense sucks, but they'll put up good numbers. And I just don't think Dallas will be able to keep up on offense, even though on paper, they probably have the better team. It's just the way the season is stacking up. It's going to make just the game 17 Dallas giants that much more of a weight. If Dallas loses. So, uh, Philly. All right. You got the Eagles. What do you got, Alex? Yeah. This is like, this is a tough one for me because of there, there's so much at stake here and the scenarios are just yeah, right, downright awful. Yeah. Um, the loser's done. I, the loser's I, out of it. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I, God, and I, as much as I hate Philly, I feel like I have to pick Philly to win the game because if the Cowboys win it, then they're sitting at six and nine. Yeah. And the playoff game will be determined in week right, 17. So you, got, you got Eagles then. So I, I'm solo riding with you. God, and that sucks to say I, that. Ugh. I don't know how Ugh. this is the swing game. Like, I don't like the Cowboys, but I'm the only one who picked them. So we'll see how it goes. I just, it's that weird. Just, I think ugh. the Cowboys need the game more because oh. I think 
it would be fitting for Dallas Giants to literally be like the division. It's so disgusting to even say that. Like, yep. I just want to throw up. I just and I hate. Listen, there's a huge rivalry between you know New York and, and Dallas, but it's always been like very well respected and and you know a, a good rivalry. Like, there's there's no discontent. Like, it's it's all nice and good. But fucking Philly fans are just disgusting <laughs> trash, bro. All right, well, we'll see how it goes. I mean, it's an important I, game. Um, here, here's one, though. The, uh, the Sunday nighter, uh, Titans at Packers, two, two playoff teams. Um, this, is a, this is an interesting one because Tennessee, um, their, defense is not, their defense is not good, but their offense has shown that um, they are a lot more than just Derrick Henry. Now, here's my take. I'm, Aaron Rodgers is, is playing like an MVP, and the Packers have been very good. Um, Packers three and a half point favorites in this game. I don't like them to cover the three and a half. Um, I'm going to pick the Packers to win, but I will say this. If Derrick Henry is running the ball well in the first half, this game is all Titans because he will dominate in the second half and, and wear down Green Bay and keep Rodgers off the field. So I will, I will caution that pick. So Green Bay, they better jump on him early and force Tennessee to have to throw more than they want to. Um, Cause if it's a close game and Tennessee can stay with run running the ball, um, I, I think the Titans can, can pull it out. Um, the, what scares me though, is the public 61% of the public is on the Titans plus the three and a half, which means that Vegas knows something about the Packers, but um, I'm taking green Bay to win. Uh I mean, what you just spelled out makes me want to pick the Packers because it's like my logical pick, but I can't go against my philosophy. Run, King Henry, run. Run attack is going to dominate. I think even if Henry is mediocrely shut down for like 70 yards, um, Tannehill has proven that he is not just a uh, statue yeah. to AJ Brown, global wide receiver for the Titans. Here's the thing. This is exactly what the Titans did last year. The rushing attack got better as the year went on, and they closed the year out with a phenomenal rush attack. And Henry looks like he's doing King Henry things again at the end of the year. I think they. I think it's going to force just a uh, nervousness in Green Bay and some tension, and I don't know that they do it, even though I think Rodgers is having an MVP year, and I actually – I've liked him this year. I just all right, yeah. Alex. What do you got? You going Packers or Titans? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm going Packers. Right, so Matt, you got yourself a big swing game there. The only one taking the Titans, so that's a that's a big one Sunday night. Um, Monday night football probably not right. as big of a matchup. Uh, maybe people thought it was uh, Buffalo Bills, New England Patriots. You got the uh, former division champs against the current division champs. Buffalo minus seven. Um, I'll be honest with you. I think Buffalo is going to blow their doors off. Josh Allen and the boys, uh, I think they're going to circle the wagons and they're going to just run um, over, around, and through New England, especially since New England doesn't have their best defensive player. I'm taking the Bills to win. I would lay the seven points. That's how good I feel about the Bills right now. Uh, I think Cam Newton is going to have another embarrassing game because he cannot keep up with Allen. And I think it's going to be schoolyard football for the Bills. Circle those wagons, Bill Mafia. What do you got, Alex? Let's go. 
yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't know why this is even yeah. a discussion. The Bills Mafia is uh, so convinced that they're going to to beat them, rightfully so, that they put a freaking billboard up this week uh, right down yeah. the road from Foxborough. The only thing that makes me nervous is this is typical Bills doing Bills things. No, that's not, nah. that's not going to happen. I, I don't think it will, but they just have to be careful. Bills Mafia understand your right, team so- history. You went to four Super Bowls straight yeah, and lost I, I them all. I think this is a, a a changing of the culture for the Bills. Finally, <laughs> it's just yeah. Allen. I think Allen. He, he's shown he's a top dog he in this league. The you know the, the 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 Hall of Famers are on their way out, and the new top dogs are taking over. One, I have said Josh Allen is a good quarterback since day one, even when he passed well, like crap. He's he improved. Still, he I've said he's done too. what you're supposed to do as a top first round pick. <laughs> You're supposed yep. to progress, not regress. Yep. So I, I'm not going to point yep. any fingers, but I'm just saying Allen has done what you're supposed to do. There's a couple quarterbacks yeah. that have right, listen, well, You're going to look at that. You're oh. going to look at that draft class with you know Baker and Darnold and Rosen and Allen, and you're going to be like, well, Josh Allen's the best one. Baker's been decent, and the other two uh. have been bust. Nah, it's Josh Allen all the way. Baker's starting to make a little Josh bit of a Allen, case. Baker's but... been decent, and the other two have bust. I have to just because it's a fun yeah. little ditty. What happens if the if the Bears pull off this run and do some noise in the playoffs? What did they do with Beckham? Like straight up, because quite frankly, to me, he wouldn't fit. Because the reason why they're winning well, is I don't know. the Browns right. will have to figure it out when they when they get to that point. But we'll we'll see. The, It'll yeah, it'll be good. That's discussion. a good off-season thing. Yeah. We'll see how it shakes out. But um, there's some big games, boys. The the uh, this Viking Saints game on Christmas Day. We we're we're split there. Um, you know, Matt, you've obviously got your swing game with the Bengals. Alex has his uh has his swing game, um, with the Steelers. Uh, we're split with Giants Ravens. So that's obviously a big one. We'll be locked into just because of playoff implications. Uh, you know, chalk with the Chargers, chalk with the Seahawks. Somehow I'm the only one with the Cowboys, and that's my swing game, and I don't feel good at all about it. Matt, you've got another swing game. That's Sunday night or Packers-Titans. That's big, and then we're all chalk on the Bills. So there's some good football matchups, boys. Um, it's going to be great for us and the rest of our listeners. Uh, a great week of football, obviously Christmas week as well. So um, if you're if you're listening, we hope you have a Merry Christmas with whatever you're doing. Enjoy some uh Enjoy some football. If you're a basketball fan, enjoy enjoy some basketball as that season's starting as well. Um, but it's going to be a, an exciting week 16. Uh, like I said, big big games of playoff implications, so I'm looking forward to it. Yes, sir. Everybody have a uh, safe and fun uh, Christmas and uh, watch some sports. That's right. Good sports Family time and football time. Not much gets better than that, right? All right, so uh, for Matt and Alex and myself, it's been another episode of Pound the Pigskin where it's all football all the time, and we'll see you next week.